Hello and welcome to Modern Homemakers. We are so happy you're here. I'm Leah Parker and I'm here with Donna Otto, the author of Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time. And she will be teaching us today, maybe not directly from the book, but book adjacent, if I'm understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Understanding. And um, if you're like me, organization tips and cues can always help. You know, you have a system that works really well in your home and you work it for years and then somebody tells you just a little nuanced difference and all of a sudden things have gotten easier for you. So um, yeah, in my home, it's just a matter of teaching my young, my 12 and 15 year olds how to organize their own worlds and how to draft into the organization of what hurt what their dad and I do. I think um, last podcast you talked about, are you a messy person yep. with no clutter, clutter yep. or a clutter person with no clean. I yep. married the opposite. So you married. I'm, I am a person that doesn't mind. I think we've talked about this before. All the cabinets are open while I'm cooking so I can see everything. I don't, um, I, I, but I like everything clean, but I don't mind a few papers that I'm going to get to later sitting on the counter. He wants everything away, but doesn't see the pile of crumbs on the counter. Yeah, so it doesn't see it even, yeah. So we balance each other that's out. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Well, we usually do yeah. wind up in some sort of living arrangement with someone who's different. Yes. Um, and that's good because then we can recognize the strength. I think we began this work, um, and the majority of our listeners were full-time stay-at-home mothers. They made that choice when their children were born or right before they were born, and it's a hard choice. Uh, It's a hard choice in a culture that has mm, risen and fallen on believing it's a good thing to do and believing it's not valuable at all. It's a hard choice because economics continue to soar on every front, and not only do things get more expensive, there are more of them, you know, how many computers or Apple Watches or telephones can a family have? Mm. And so there's all these offerings. And money, of course, seems like the answer to it. And often it's not the answer at all. And then the, the, the notion of shared responsibilities, that has become more and more a topic that I'm asked about. So how do I get my husband to help take care of the house when... I have a job, but he has a job. And so there are a lot of ways to divide up the responsibilities. The reality is that raising children and keeping a home is quite a big job. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taking care of the cars and paying the bills and keeping your home running is quite a big job. So how you get to do it together and still have time for one another and one another for your children And especially for those of us who, as my husband and I did, um, we we didn't have much. We didn't have much economics in the beginning. We still don't have a lot. We certainly have more than other folks, but that doesn't mean we have a lot. And the ability to make the choices regularly, regularly making the choices. Do I need that? Is it peer pressure? Is it societal pressure? All of those are questions that are complicated, and but they do tend to make us make the decisions of whether we're going to be full-time at-home moms 
or part-time at-home moms or full-time working. There's a passage in the book of Proverbs which is often quoted about the woman and how she takes care of her house. It was uh, taught to a young man and the way he should learn how to pick a wife, interestingly, because she seemed to fulfill those things. At the bottom of it, nearly the end of it, there's this marvelous verse. It's the 26th verse of Proverbs 31, and it says, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. I'm going to read it one more time. And then I'm going to ask you the question. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Do you open your mouth with wisdom? Is the teaching of kindness on your tongue? I can tell you from my own dreadful, hard experiences, especially in the early years of marriage and parenting when my organizational skills were pretty much non-extinct. No, non non-present. They were extinct. No, they weren't extinct because they had never been risen. They didn't die. I just didn't have any. Um, but I, I understood one thing, and that was I wanted it to look organized. I wanted it to be restful. I can still remember thinking when I walked into a cluttery mess, even at my own desk, which I used to you know, start it and leave that file open and start it and leave that pile over there and go to my, now it's all cluttered on my computer. It's just it's the same kind of clutter, but in a different location. I'm much better about both of those. I'm still learning. But I wanted to have that rest. I wanted to wake up in the morning. The thing I think I trained myself to do first was to not leave dishes in the sink. This is days before the years before there was a dishwasher in my home. And there were dishes in the sink. And when I would wake up in the morning, that cold, greasy water on the dish in the sink just repulsed me. But I let myself do it because I didn't want to do it at night. And it was just things like that that I had to sort of grab myself by the nap of my neck and say, This is your mess, this is your house. This is your life. How do you want to live it? And when I started um, finding organization, and I'm not going to go through that story. I talked about it and the show we did a few days ago, go back and see how this beginnings of my organization happened. But when I started it, I immediately began to feel a sense of presence that I had never felt before. I think that's why of all the passages in the Bible, this Proverbs 31, and she's a capable wife and she's more precious than jewels. She looks to the good and not the harm. She does everything, you know, wool and flax and food, and she shops for the best prices. She considers a field. She's an investor. She buys it, the fruit of her hands. She's, she's just an idealized, perfect person. It, it's a great reminder of the things that we should look at in our own lives. But that she opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And I know that many of you listen who have deep walks of faith and have made personal relationships with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and some of you have not. 
And I can tell you that with or without, we can be a mess. And I think that it spills out in the ugliest ways when we're a mess, when we've said yes to too many things, when we want to give a good impression. In fact, you know, the house is a mess. I look good, but the house is a mess. My life is a mess. It's a wreck. Um, when we get into that mode, that modality in any area of our lives, I truly believe that when I open my mouth, there's less wisdom coming out and that kindness is not on my tongue. If my husband walked into the house at the end of the day and it was time for a meal and there were people to sit around the table and I was not prepared, I was a different woman. I was a different woman. I was in a panic in the kitchen. I had to get everything on the table by 5.45 because they had to get the kids to wherever. And I was not a welcoming person. I was not. On the mornings when I finally started to learn to figure out what I was having for dinner, not at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, just remember this Donna Ottoism, okay? This is an auto motto for sure. If you don't know what you're eating at 4 o'clock, it's going to be expensive, it's going to cost you money or it's going to take time from your life. It's going to be expensive. I, I practiced that getting it prepared, whatever I could do. Before 9 o'clock in the morning, I had to know what it was and have whatever it needed to be ready. It, it changed the wisdom that came from my mouth and the kindness that was on my tongue because I, my house was ready to give to the family what it needed when the family gathered. And in our family, that was a part of my job. That was a part of my job. So I don't know what part of the job is yours. I'm confident you have too much to do. It seems that we all do these days trying to make ends meet and raise good children and have marriages that are redeemable. But today I want to talk about something that we've called total mess to total rest because it's very simple. <laughs> I remember saying this many times. I used to teach this organizational class publicly. I haven't done one in many years, but they're all recorded on our website. There's an organizational class. There's the power of the table class. There's a closet organizing. It's all there on the website. Go, You can find it, okay? Don't ask me where, but I know you can find it because we've done all these videos and made them available so you can watch and see with props uh, what I'm going to talk about today. But I wanted to get rid of the mess, and I didn't know how to get rid of the mess. And when I decided I was going to learn how to get rid of the mess, I realized that there was always a starting point in any activity. You know, you're getting ready for Christmas. You're getting ready for dinner. You're getting ready to send the children to school. You're getting ready to start a new job. There's always an initiation of getting ready, and you always need something. You know, you need to know how you're going to get to work if you're going to go to work. You need to make sure there's gas in the car. You always need something. So when I had a mess, and I mean I had a mess, I had things in too many places. I had too many things stuffed in places you couldn't see. I used to hide my dirty dishes in the clothes dryer. 
And I know you want to say, why on earth? People always ask me that question, and I began to tell them why. I did it because if I left it in the oven, I tried that. I turned the oven on because I forgot about them and I broke things. If I left them in the kitchen sink, we lived in the Chicago area in the early part of our marriage, and um, mice and bugs ran rampant. And if you left something in your sink, you could find it the next morning with some bug eating it or very soon thereafter. There were always... So I discovered one day that if you put your dirty dishes in the dryer, you see, nothing would happen. Because the dryer, you never turn the dryer on till you open it. And when you open it, the dirty dishes are there, you take them out, and then you put the clothes in to dry. And you say, why did you spend so much time on doing that? I don't know. But I didn't want the other messes, and I discovered it. It was right on the porch outside of my kitchen, and I, it was easy to do. And at night, the kitchen looked clean. Then I realized that that was an important ingredient to me. It may not be to you. I have a very dear friend, all her years of parenting four children, marriage, new marriage, and house, and taking care of it, and all that, she never, she always left dishes in the sink. It didn't bother her. She wanted to finish dinner and hang out with the family. That was her M.O., and she wasn't changing it. Didn't bother her. Now, that would drive me crazy, because I can't stand the dirty dishes in the morning. So this mess that you have, things around, books cluttered, dust, magazines you haven't read, you're not going to read, but what are you going to do with them? I'm going to tell you in a few steps, three steps. Did you hear that? Three steps. Because everything that's a clutter in your space that's driving you crazy answers to one of three questions. It's a throwaway. It's a giveaway. Or it's a put away. You got that? It's a throwaway. You don't need it. You don't want it. Throw it away. It's a giveaway. It has life, but you're not going to wear it again. You're not going to use it again. You have two of them. You don't need two of them. It's a giveaway. And the last one, it's a put away. And put aways are things that should have a place to put in or do have a place you should put them in, but you got tired that night or you got lazy or you didn't want to make the children do it. And so you just let them get away with it. Lee and I were talking about that, and one of the things, one of her children, he just doesn't bother him at all, whatever she takes away. And I said, well, what is he, what is the most important thing to him? And I asked that of a woman many years ago. What is the most important thing to your little girl? She said, books. And I said, well, take away her books. And she was appalled. She said, she's nine years old. She's learning to read. I said, yeah, well, she's going to always want to learn to read because she loves books. And she reported back to me. It took about seven times that she took the book away that the child was reading, and she wanted it back. <laughs> we are all, in many ways, like little meesey mices. We can be trained for the things we love the most, whatever they are. So I want you to get some equipment that you're going to need. Now, part of what I'm going to talk to you about is establishing a place to store things. Okay, And we've recommended a box, the same size box that matches, that you can put numbers on the box and not write on the box. And, and then it's uniform, it's systematic, and I'll tell you how to do that. But you need some things to go into storage. Because if you have a lot of clutter around, you're not using it all. Some of it you really do want to keep, but you don't want to keep it in the house. 
The second thing you need is three trash bags. And you don't have to write names on them, but the names are what I've been talking about. It's a throwaway, it's a giveaway, or it's a put away. The third thing is you want to give yourself 15 minutes. That's all. And when you start this, I really encourage you, don't don't do one minute longer than 15 minutes. Get your timer, set the timer, and pick one area. And what I always recommend is that you pick a drawer in the kitchen, okay? Because the system has to be one that you can do with some rhythm because there are three steps to the system. Take everything out, put only back what belongs there, and put the rest of it in a sorting pile. That's it. That's all there is to it. Did you hear that? So it's easy if you follow. But if you, what you want to do is you're going to clean out the kitchen drawer. You're going to take everything out. Okay, you wipe out the drawer. That's good. Okay, you put everything back in. But then there are all these things. There's a ball. It belongs in your son's bedroom. It's in the kitchen drawer. You want to walk back to your son's bedroom. And what do you do on the way? You do what I call bunny trail. (laughs) You just start a bunny trail. On the way to your son's bedroom, you see something in the bathroom. Now you left the kitchen to go to the bedroom. You're already in the bathroom. And you see something in the bathroom that belongs in the garage. And have you even done one thing with the ball yet? No. That's who we are. We're all bunny trailers. Some of us are worse at it than others. And then what happens is you get frustrated. Because the kitchen drawer is still not organized. It's not done. So you go to the kitchen drawer, you take everything out. If it needs wiping out, wipe it out. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. Put everything back that belongs in that drawer. Now, your kitchen drawer is organized. The timer is still running, okay? What's left is a mound of things, and those mound of things fall into one of three categories. It's a throwaway, and you have a bag that's for throwaway. You don't have to leave the space. You don't have to walk to the trash can. You just put it in the throwaway bag. Then there's a bag that's a giveaway. You know, I don't need three pair of pliers in the kitchen drawer. I want to give it to someone. So you're not going to give it to someone. You're not going to put it someplace where you remember to bring it to her. No, you're going to put it in the giveaway bag, period. And then there is a put-away. Now, all I ask you to do was to clean the kitchen drawer. Did you clean the kitchen drawer? You did, and you're done. And you know, if I was there, I'd be saying, wahoo, good for you, good job, well done. And the way you get to do that to every space in your house is with some practice. But Otto, you're not telling me about the bags. Yeah, I'm not telling you about the bags yet because I want you to understand the success factor in cleaning out the drawer and cleaning out two drawers. You did one drawer in much less than 15 minutes. You have have time to spare, and now you have three bags that are setting you up for the next drawer or the next drawer. I always recommend that you set a timer. Don't say, I'm gonna go and clean the whole house today, because you're not. You're not gonna do that. You're You're gonna fail at that, and then you're gonna start feeling badly about it. Then you'll get discouraged and you won't stay with it. If you do this with every space in your house, literally the average American home, even with an abundance of clutter, this takes about six and a half hours to do just what I told you to do. Go to a space 
take it out. Sort it as you're taking it out. Is it going back into that closet? Put it back in that closet. Then is it a throwaway or a giveaway or a put away? Now, when the house is done, depending upon who you are, you're going to have some bags. Now, I like the throwaway bags best because I like to take them when I'm doing the project. And my husband does not like the throwaway bags best. And no matter who you are, if you're the one who wants to throw it away or he's the one who wants to throw it away, whatever it is, if you've got an issue about throwing things away, here's what I recommend. You take the throwaway bag and pour a cup of milk into it. Whatever is in there, it's going to sour. Milk, okay, don't waste the milk. How about water? It'll get soggy. It'll be of no use. But throw it away. My husband has gone in and found magazines that he was sure he was going to read someday. Not anymore. He's not. He loves this system. He says it's the best thing. And you know, when I watch him doing it in his shop with tools, and he's going through a reorganizing of the shop this very time in our lives. And he built a new bench. And he's, oh, he's so proud of how neat and organized it looks, okay? throw it away. The two bags that remain are giveaway and put away. The giveaway bags will all come together. You may have 10 bags. I doubt it. Most people have five or six bags. We're talking about big trash bags. And decide where you're going to take it. To an agency, to uh, someone who does resale for uh, ministry, uh, give it away. Maybe there are a lot of clothes and you know someone, the family who needs that size clothing or their family would fit into the kind of clothes that you're getting away, give it away. And then the last one's the put away. Now, don't worry about the put away. I want to say something really important about the put away. You didn't know where it was before. Now you know it's in a put away bag. Don't be in a hurry to put it away. You just cleaned out the drawers. You've cleaned out the closets. You know where things are. You've thrown a lot of things away. You've given a lot of things away. And the things that remain are putaways. The putaways are where you begin to build a storage unit, a storage system. And I am not sure that in this time we have together that I can describe that whole system to you. It is in the book that Leah mentioned that I wrote, still in print. Uh, I think it's called Secrets to to Getting More Done in Less Time. Um, But there's a whole chapter on how to develop the storage system. But whatever you do with the putaways, you're going to put them away where they belong, one room at a time. One woman told me that she went in the garage and put up a table, and she went through all her putaway bags at one time and categorized them. This one in this room, this one in this room, this one in the kitchen, this went to storage. And storage was the big, biggest category. And then she used the storage system. Now. I have been using the storage system in my own home in excess of 40 years. It never stops working. Mm. It works all the time, every time, with everyone. And what happens is in my storage space, and I don't know where yours is, it's an attic, it's a basement, it's a garage, um, it's a, a unit, a building, a storage building on your property, and wherever it is, the storage thing is where you put it. And then you put it in a container 
that you don't write on that container, you just number that container. And then you keep that number system on your computer. I still keep mine, you know where I keep them? On a three by five card. Everybody in my world, my nieces, my nephews, the young woman I disciples, if, if I say, oh, that's in the storage system, we're getting ready for a big party and we need a hundred more votive candles. I don't know where they are. They're in a box in the storage system. They know where the cards are. They open the cards and they see the votives are in box number wherever. That's where they get them from. And when we're done with them, that's where they put them. It couldn't be any simpler if you tried. Donna, that sounds like a lot of work. You know what? I want to tell you, it is some work. I don't think you should do it all in one spot. I think you should allocate that six or six and a half hours, a half an hour a week for the next 12 weeks. You can find a half an hour to do it. And that will give you this breath of fresh air that will come through your home when the mess is now a place of rest. Thank you. Thank you. And again, the links to some um, organizational free resources, video teachings that will go deeper into these topics, as well as purchasing the book, Secrets to Getting More Done, are in the description of this podcast and always available on our website. We are modern homemakers. And remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make this an uncommon day and find your way through your mess to get some total rest. (laughs) Good. (laughs) That's great.